For Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Our guest today is Stuart Marsh, professor and until very recently, director of U of A's School of Natural Resources and the Environment. He has broad expertise in the impacts of climate change, especially on arid lands like ours here in Tucson, and of how human activity affects our climate. In broad terms, what do you see as the biggest climate-related issues facing us right now? Well, I think if you look at the combined impact of climate change, rising global populations, all of that coupled with changing environmental policies here in this country, we're placing all of our natural resources in extreme jeopardy. Clearly, we need healthy ecosystems, not just for us to be healthy and happy and have a cultural identity, but also for our physical security and our ability to prosper. And so the threats that are facing our natural resources now are very interrelated. And that interconnection means that there's a cascading effect on the environment. I'm very concerned about all sorts of things from water to our forests to our rangelands. So it sounds like everything being interconnected is exactly the problem. It's, right. it's how our earth has become what it is, but it also means that when there's a problem with, uh, say, forest fires, you will also have impact on watersheds and so on. It, Can you give us an example, maybe the wildlife sure. ranges, uh, how they're being a, impacted? Great example, very close by. There was a devastating fire on Mount Graham. Mount Graham is home to the federally recognized endangered Mount Graham red squirrel. Those fires were there because of 100 years of Forest Service policy that was designed to suppress all wildfire. Combine that with 20 or more years of extreme drought in the Southwest, and we've put that endangered species close to extinction. Is there anything you can point to that gives you special insight into particular human behaviors, particular policies that have been good for the environment that can then be used over ever more acres of uh, wild lands? There are amazing efforts being done in the realm of citizen science now. Right here at the U of A, there's the National Phenology Network, which uh, is a very, very important observation tool with observers from all over the world. And what are they doing? They're collecting information about the seasonality of plants. So uh, when things are going dormant, when things are greening up, when they're at their peak greenness, uh, they're looking at a whole range of plants. They're looking at the connections between plant phenology and animals and uh, how birds or butterflies may be thrown off in terms of if the plant's seasonality is changing, they have to adapt to when the plant is is uh, now greening up versus when it used to green up. So by and, looking at changes over time, in a way you're doing experiments, you right. can see when, when greening happens sooner, what happens to monarch butterflies. So engaging citizens is a, is a really significant component of what you're talking about, and you're educating students 
who will be equipped to help engage. You know, I think this time is very similar to the turn of the 20th century when investigative journalists exposed everything from political corruption to health standards that were not being kept to monopolies. And those investigative journalists at the turn of the 19th, 20th century played a pivotal role in enlightening the public. And I, I quote one of those journalists, S.S. McClure, who had McClure's Magazine, which was one of the premier investigative journal programs. And when he looked around, he, he didn't see civil society, he didn't see the government addressing these issues or the institutions. He said, there's no one left, none but all of us. Mm -hmm. And that's what I tell my students. There's no one left but all of us to help solve these problems. Well, on that uplifting note, (laughs) thank you very much, Stuart. You can hear this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.